What's happening, everybody? On today's show, a couple of Georgia players going pro, a big transfer portal pickup for Auburn, and LSU defensive back Greg Brooks is going to join us to talk about his decision to come back for another school year. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this year with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It is Bet Online. It is where the game starts. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. And we start with a couple of Georgia guys heading off to the NFL draft. And one of them, a big name, big tight end Darnell Washington, officially announcing on Twitter Thursday afternoon he's heading off to the NFL draft. He tweeted out, I would like to start off by thanking God for blessing me with the opportunity to do what I love. To my family, thank you for supporting me. And uh, thank you to all the Georgia fans. Uh, He is heading the NFL draft said, Dog Nation, thank you for the consistent report. My time and uh, support, my time in Athens has come to an end as I work to pursue my dreams of playing the NFL. Big O out. So, uh, Darnell Washington, obviously, playing behind Brock Bowers there, but was very productive for being a number two tight end as Georgia utilized both guys big time throughout the season. So, Darnell Washington off to the pros, and we'll see who that next man up will be behind. Brock Bowers, of course, Bowers has another year still to play at Georgia. Another Georgia Bulldog heading pro, Keely Ringo, is going pro after winning two national championships with the Bulldogs. He missed 2020, his freshman year due to offseason surgery, played in all 30 games for the Bulldogs the past two championship seasons, and uh, was very productive, was recognized as the coach's freshman all-SEC team for a strong 2021 year. And this year he was recognized as an AP and coaches All-SEC second team selection. He matched his career high of seven tackles in the win over Tennessee. He had a career high three pass breakups in Georgia's win over Georgia Tech. And uh, departs Athens with a very productive defensive output. Four interceptions, 19 passes defended. So both those guys heading off to the NFL. Wish them the best of luck. Over at Auburn. They are getting a big-time pickup from the portal from the SEC. Former Kentucky defensive lineman Justin Rogers announced on Twitter Thursday that he is heading to the Plains to go play for the Auburn Tigers. He played the last three years with the Wildcats. 33 games for Mark Stoops at 60 tackles and three sacks. Coming off his most productive season in terms of tackles, 13 games. He had career highs of 35 total tackles, including nine solo stops. And uh, he is a big, big addition to Hugh Freeze's team that just continues to kill it on the recruiting trail. Uh, I mean, really through the portal, not just the recruiting, but uh, transfer portal. They've got tons of three- and four-star recruits coming into this team. And the rebuild of Auburn starts to take shape a little bit quicker than maybe people thought. I think Auburn is shaping up to be a very competitive team this year with all the pieces that they have added. 
course, got to figure out the quarterback spot. Will that be Robbie Ashford? But I like a lot of these additions they've added, and Justin Rogers is a big one to add to that defensive line for the Tigers. Over at Mississippi State, they've got a big uh, or made a big announcement in finding their offensive play caller for Zach Arnett's staff, Kevin Barbe, uh, recently the OC and quarterbacks coach at Appalachian State. He will be the new offensive coordinator at Mississippi State. Uh, Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated reported the deal had been coming together, and Mississippi State coach Zach Arnett sent a statement. Kevin is an innovative rising star in college football. He's an outside-the-box thinker with brilliant X's and O's. Uh, his offenses have proven to be creative, efficient, and explosive, and his attacking offensive philosophy will be excellent, an excellent fit for our program. He oversaw an App State offense that averaged almost 35 points a game. That was second in the Sun Belt behind James Madison, ranked inside the top 25 in FBS. They rushed for over 200 yards a game. That was second in the conference, 21st in the country. So, uh, look, big uh, time play caller there to come in and take over play calling duties in the absence of the uh, deceased Mike Leach. But Will Rogers getting a chance for uh, to have a big senior season with a new offensive coordinator. We'll see what that means for him next year. Uh, one other Mississippi State note, former running back Katravion Hargrove uh, has found where he is going to be heading in the portal. He announced on Twitter he is heading to the Memphis Tigers. So uh, he saw action four games in 2021. Didn't see much action this year as Dylan Johnson and Jaquavius Marks were the primary rushers for State this year. Over at Arkansas, one of their defensive backs is entering the portal after just one season with the program. Freshman Anthony Brown announcing he is entering the portal. He said, Arkansas will forever have a place in my heart. The fans are unforgettable. Unforgettable. He's six foot tall, 180 pounds. Didn't see any action this year. Was a three-star prospect. Over at LSU, Ovi Ogofu, edge rusher from Texas and Notre Dame. He has signed with LSU, uh, transferring, or he transferred to Texas prior to the 2021 season. That year he had 42 tackles and two sacks this past year. He had 53 tackles and one and a half sacks. But before that, he was a member of Brian Kelly's 2018 recruiting class at Notre Dame. So he is uh, reunited with Brian Kelly down in Baton Rouge. And we'll see if Ovi Ogofu is able to contribute on that uh, uh, pass rush category for LSU next year. They are losing a defensive end to the transfer portal after two years there. Xavier Carter, 6'4", 205 pounds, had five tackles and a sack this season for LSU. He is in the portal, so we'll see where he ends up. Over at Missouri, Eli Drinkwitz will lose a uh, reserve defensive lineman, Daniel Robledo announcing on Twitter he is entering the portal of two years remaining. Over at Tennessee, wide receiver Walker Merrill he announced he is transferring to Wake Forest. Over the past season, he totaled eight catches for the Vols with uh, 116 yards. So uh, best of luck to him over there in the ACC with Wake Forest. And a quick uh, SEC note, uh, Derek Mason, former Longtime Vanderbilt head coach. We know uh, after he was relieved of his duties at Vanderbilt, he went and served as defensive coordinator at Auburn for a year before last offseason leaving to go be the Oklahoma State defensive coordinator. Well, he's announced 
he's going to take a sabbatical from coaching. He uh, put out a statement that said, I've been blessed during my tenure at Oklahoma State to work alongside Coach Gundy. I valued our time together and love you. I wish you all continued success in 2023. God bless. But uh, he will be taking a step away from college football. So best of luck to Derek Mason and his uh, time away. We'll see if he ends up back in the coaching ranks. And there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Greg Brooks, LSU defensive back, coming back for yet another season of uh, football at LSU. But uh, first, I want to remind you guys, this episode is presented by our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net, your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, World Cup. They got it all for you up there at BetOnline.net. It's always the fastest and easiest way for you to get all your sports betting information. You can head over to their website today. Do so on your mobile device to learn more. It is BetOnline. And again, all the NFL playoffs happening this weekend. They got all the lines covered that you need with all the info you need. If you want to get in on that action, you can take part. Go check them out. It is bet online, and it is where the game starts. Rolling along here, Locked On SEC, and we've been catching up with a lot of guys from around the conference, guys as they prepare for yet another year of SEC football, some guys who are coming back. We had DK Joyner from South Carolina on last week, and joining us now, a guy who is an LSU Tiger coming back for another season for LSU. He is LSU defensive back Greg Brooks, and he joins us now. Greg, what's going on, man? What's up? You good? You know, uh, just chilling. You are the days, man. You're a guy who's played four years of college football, and I want to go back a little bit. You're a Louisiana guy. You went to high school in the New Orleans area. Uh, I think some people might be a little surprised. You ended up going to Arkansas out of high school. What was was LSU just not on your radar at the time, or what what happened there? Um, throughout high school, you know, LSU was recruiting me, and uh, along another whole bunch of SEC schools. But um, obviously it didn't work out that way. You know, they they backed off me and uh, didn't uh, offer me. So I just went to Arkansas, made the most of my opportunities, and um, came back home. It's the best thing that I've ever made. Best decision that I've well, t- ever made. T- take me back to last season, because like you said, you you played your first three years of college at Arkansas. Brian Kelly reaches out and says. Hey, I'm the new coach at LSU. The the transfer portal's here now. Why don't you come back home and, and play for LSU? Is that kind of how that conversation went? That's exactly how the conversation went. He said he wanted guys from Louisiana and that wanted to be a part of the culture. So it was an easy decision for me to make, and um, I'm glad that I made it. It's uh, interesting. You um, – uh, come to play for Brian Kelly and it's so funny you know a lot of people have said he's a guy who's you know he can be very serious at times but he's also kind of got a light side too right like he can he can chop it up and joke it up with you guys too right yeah he's um his his sense of humor has gotten grown a lot since last January you know <laughs> kind of awkward at first but but now now it's, it's cool it's a cool you know, like you know I enjoy being around him <laughs> And uh, he's a good person to play for. How easy was the adjustment for you coming over and playing in this in this Matt House defense? And and I've, I I got to think it had to help bringing a teammate with you and uh, and Joe Fouché coming over from Arkansas with you and joining in that secondary, right? Most definitely, you know, um, 
Coach House makes the defense. He fits players into the right position and what they're good at. And, you know, uh, always puts them in the right place. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I always thank him for that, you know. You know, uh, at my old school, I was using a kind of different different way. And um, I appreciate Coach House every day for how he uh, uses me. How much did you play, like, uh, specific-wise? I mean, I mean, I know you're a safety, but did you play, like, did you play a little uh, nickelback, dimeback? Was it mostly just safety? Like, what percentage did you kind of move around and, and play different spots throughout the year? So, the first game, I, I started at nickel. Then they moved me to safety for, like, three games. And then we'll go into our dime package. I'll play the dime. And then after, like, Tennessee – um, he just started moving me all over, all over the place, you know, from nickel to safety to corner, you know, anywhere in the secondary. And, and it seemed to be very productive for you. I think you were fourth on the team in tackles this year. Pretty good for a guy in the, uh, in the secondary. Did, did you have a favorite moment from the season? I mean, I assume probably beating Alabama, but what was your favorite moment from the year? It was definitely beating Alabama, you know, um, that's probably the best feeling ever that uh, not many people can say that they do in this era, you know what I'm saying? But uh, besides that, it would probably have to be the play against Auburn when um, I ripped the ball out of opponent's hand. And um, that was just a, a good feeling for me. You know, it helped us seal the win. Yeah, I was going to say that that Auburn game was kind of an underrated win because that was a team they were keeping it close with you guys, and and they hadn't fired Brian Harson yet, and they were still kind of you know hopeful that they could get things going this year. But you come up with that late interception in the game, and uh, turned out to be a big one. And that's one of those wins when you look back in the season, you think of all the big wins, but that's one of those kind of under the radar wins. That was you know an early road game, that tough hostile environment. That was one that y'all kind of needed if this season was going to go as special as it did, right? Most definitely, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? It's an SEC game, and they, they have a whole bunch of SEC-caliber players on their team, and, uh, you know, a bunch of four and five stuff. And, um, you know, no SEC game is, is an easy game. So uh, we definitely needed that, and I'm glad we gained a lot of confidence and momentum from that. So uh, it helped us with the rest of the season. The uh, Tennessee game, it was uh, it was one that kind of got away from you guys, and there were some mistakes and some turnovers and all that. But um, you know, at the end of the day, I look back and saw you know you had ten tackles in that game, you had a forced fumble. I, I know the results of the game didn't didn't go your way, but when you have a game like that, you got to kind of feel like, hey, I left it all out there, right? You know, most definitely, I try to do that every game, but um, you know, ultimately it just comes down getting the getting the win for the team. You know, uh, not not one of the guys that say I did my part. You know, if we all go, if one of us goes down, all of us go down. Take take me back to the uh, the trip to Fayetteville. I know that had to be kind of weird going into the uh, into the visiting locker room for the first change and playing a game there in Arkansas, right? Uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. You know, um, actually, I was in uh, in that visiting locker room a lot my freshman year because uh, they were renovating the. Locker room, so um, kind of used to it, but um, it was definitely fun to go back and compete against my old teammates. More with Greg Brooks in just a second, but I want to remind you guys this episode is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, you got to go try a Built Bar. 
course, we just got through the holiday season. A lot of you are setting goals to uh, eat healthier this year. And uh, if you're looking for something, if you're going to the gym and you need a good uh, treat to pack some protein in there for you, you got to try Built. It is healthy and actually tasty. They're so delicious, you will not think that they're actually good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. They're all uh, covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate on Built Bars, and they come in unbelievable tasty flavors like the churro, the peanut butter brownie, and the coconut almond. Uh, you can go check them out in, uh, at Built.com, but you don't have to wait around to order them from Built.com. You can also uh, go check them out at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head over to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box, four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs, or if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with a lot of their hit flavors, including the brownie batter and churro. It is built.com for the website, and it is Built Bar. And definitely want to load up on them today and uh, get started on your New Year's resolutions. Built.com. Continue our conversation with Greg Brooks, LSU defensive back here on Locked On SEC. And, uh, Greg, it's... um, it's so interesting, you know, just kind of looking back on this year, looking back on some of the wins. You guys win the SEC West. You go on to play Georgia in the SEC championship game, and we just saw what they did demolishing TCU in the national championship game. But how difficult were those guys? And, man, like some of those weapons, those big tight ends, I got to think it's hard to cover a Brock Bowers and a Darnell Washington, right? Most definitely. You know, um, those guys are those guys are physical and, you know, uh, I give all props to them. You know, they were ready for the game and stuff like that. But um, we learned what we need to fix, and um, it's definitely going to help us next year. So the other night, they're playing for a national championship. Are you are you rooting for Georges or some solace in, hey, we lost to those guys, so, you know, we, we gave them our best shot and they win the national championship? Or is it kind of, nah, you know, we're not rooting for them? All I'm going to say is we're rooting for the SEC. <laughs> I'm not going to say we're rooting for a specific team. But a room for the SEC. I like it. And, and hey, look, the last few years, four straight years, the SEC's won it. It was LSU in 19, Bama in 20, Georgia the past two years. So cyclical. Maybe it's coming back around. Maybe it's LSU's turn this coming year. We'll see. Um, Most definitely. <laughs> a lot of guys opt out of playing in bowl games. You played in the uh, you played in the the Citrus Bowl against Purdue. Um, you had an interception late in that one. It, it looked like you guys were just having a lot of fun out there, right? Most definitely, no. All week we were talking about just having fun and uh, letting loose, you know, starting the year off right. Because, you know, we're going to be back in that same stadium first game next year. So we definitely went out there and had fun. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, you guys do go right back there to Orlando, the same stadium, to uh, to play uh, Florida State again. And, uh, you know, you, you get your quarterback back, they get their quarterback back. And, you know, you guys lost on a, a missed extra point in week one. And, uh, we'll see. It'll be a fun one, a rematch of both teams again. But uh, back to the Cheez-It Bowl a little bit. I know after your interception, you ran over to the big guy dressed like a Cheez-It, and you guys celebrated. And I think there was like, what, a bed out there? Y'all celebrated? Was that premeditated? Did you plan that out, or was that just kind of spur of the moment? So before the game, I saw that they were um, set up. So pre-game warm-ups, I'm like, I'll make a play. I'm going to go jump on the bed. And it just so happened we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of your coaches came over and was yelling at you guys, right? Hey, get up. 
Oh yeah, man. He, he we got we got an earful for that. <laughs> but if you get a chance to to celebrate with a giant person in a cheese it costume, you got to do it though, right? Thanks, most definitely. <laughs> we'll take the 15 yards. <laughs> well, let's get into it, Greg. Your decision to come back for one more season. Obviously, you guys get draft grades, you know, uh, towards the end of the season. You kind of have an idea of where you're going to go, and you got to kind of weigh those options of going pro, coming back. Uh, obviously, you took advantage of uh, some NIL deals, so that kind of helps, too, where it's not just a financial decision. But uh, I guess you want to come back and prove your draft stock and have a great year and try to win a championship at LSU, right? Most definitely, you know, that was the national championship, probably like the biggest pinnacle for me right right now, because, you know, I feel like we're going to be good contenders for it. Um, but besides that, you know, um, obviously improving draft grade, but besides that, there's really nothing else. All right, so when you are not playing football, what is what is Greg Brooks doing? Really just chilling, you know. I'm a guy that don't really talk a lot, be go out a lot. Chilling, eating, playing the game. What's your What's your favorite place to eat there in Baton Rouge? Uh, Raul's Deli. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like, I mean, I guess that's a good like college student answer because like those <laughs> burgers are like seven bucks and Chipotle's cheap. I was expecting you to say like some steakhouse or something, but that's uh, that that's pretty funny. You're from New Orleans. What's the spot? Whenever you go back home, what's the spot you got to eat there? Mm, China Doll and New Orleans Food and Spirit. Okay, both on the West Bank. You're a uh, seafood guy, right? Or, I mean, are you a shrimp, catfish? What do you do? Mm, I'll probably have to go shrimp more than fish. Okay. But it's kind of hard because I stopped eating fried food. <laughs> yeah, so you, you can't. You got to watch yourself. When you live in Louisiana, you can put on the pounds very quickly. And and I guess with, with Coach Kelly, I talked with him during the summer, and he was sweating his butt off. And I'm, I'm sure it's pretty easy. You get, It's easy to put on weight, but during the summer months, man, it's probably easy to lose weight too. Thanks. <laughs> All right, last thing for you, Greg. What's the last thing you watched on uh, Netflix, HBO, you know, whatever? Like, what's the last thing you streamed or watched? Scott Pilgrim versus World. <laughs> that's, that's kind of an older movie, right? Yes, but it's a real good movie. <laughs> Everybody should go check it out. <laughs> well, Greg, we appreciate the time, man. Best of luck to you this season. And, uh, hey, man, we'll see. Uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing from LSU sooner rather than later next year. Best of luck uh, in your senior season, all right? Most definitely. Appreciate you. All right, that's uh, Greg Brooks there of the uh, the LSU football team. And uh, he'll be going back for another year there. And he'll be one of those savvy vets leading the LSU Tigers and uh, hoping that they can win themselves a national championship and uh you know his leadership i think was a big part of um uh, of what made lsu so great this year and well how they were able to um you know win the sec west and you're one of brian kelly that's going to do it for this edition of locked on sec thanks for making us your first listen every day now you can make your second listen check out the locked on college basketball podcast as they're breaking down all the action we're into conference play now they're giving you the broad spectrum picture and look on all the big teams playing week in and week out and of course some sec teams there in the mix go check them out wherever you find your podcast on the odyssey app uh, locked on college basketball i'm chris gordy this has been locked on sec we will be back on monday you guys have a fantastic weekend we'll talk to you then